Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They his buggers <laughs> over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. Hump Day edition Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. December 20th, 2023. The gang is all here. We're excited. Oh, left something for you all in the car again. I was running a little, wasn't really even running behind today. Just got hit, got stuck behind a school bus that was making its its route. How's school not out? No, no, it's terrible. Because JCPS sucks at everything they do. Like, they, they are the worst. Catholic schools, they, like, are like, oh, we're not going to be completely tied to a calendar. So Catholic schools got it. Like, yesterday was my kid's uh, well, preschool Christmas party. They're off three days this week. They'll get off a week, and then they'll take two days off and go back on a Wednesday. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. JCPS is like, nope, got to be Monday through Friday. So they're going all the way till Friday this week of – Two weeks off, and then they go back like January 7th or something. Because that's when people need time off, is after the new year. It, they're idiots. All idiots. And uh, I'm fired up. Let's go. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I couldn't believe I was like, uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I got out the door around when I normally do, maybe a couple minutes later, and just saw the school bus right when I turned on LaGrange. I was like, oh boy. There's a lot. I know where this bus is stopping. And it stopped every, everywhere along the way. But it, it's a busy morning for me. Busy morning maybe for you. No, definitely, definitely is for yeah. Nick Roush. It's National Signing Day. Woohoo! Everybody's all worked up. Scoots, how are you? I'm good. I, I'm better than Roush. I I got here a little later than I normally do as well, about 6.50 or so. But Roush was already here typing away on his little laptop. I didn't even realize that it was signing day. So thankful that I'm not in that position today. Roush, get it done. I, I, I have faith in you. But overall, I'm I'm pretty good. Got a lot of sleep last night thanks to the Indiana game get, being close. I was pretty irritated after that one ended, so I pretty much just went straight to bed after after it was over. So I'm I'm good, feeling refreshed, ready to go on this hump day. Um, Scoots, you, Indiana got off to a nice start on National Signing Day. Oh yeah. Oh, so is this the thing where I'm going to tell you news about your? I mean, yeah, team? I'm not keeping up with signing. Granted, day. I don't think anybody really cares about. Indiana football. They got a four-star quarterback. Yeah, nobody cares. Okay. Where's he from? (laughs) Scoots didn't even know about it. (laughs) I think I heard about this kid yesterday. Where's he from? I think he's from Indiana. Yeah. From, like, Indy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Did you need him to tell you that? Tower Cherry is his <laughs> yeah, name from Greenwood, go. Indiana. Yeah, he stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I love too that man. If he stinks, you should see the basketball team. <laughs> you all beat Morehead State though. Oh, wins a win. That's that's about all I could say about that. I, I I hit IU up when they were down like thirteen in the second half. I think I got them plus four eighty or something. What? Mm-hmm. I, the highest I saw him was plus 130, but that was at halftime. Did you check in the second half when they were down I big? I don't think I did. No, it was one of those games that I was like almost regretting that I live bet Indiana. and then, So I, di- I definitely didn't have enough confidence in the second half to smash him again. It's IU at home. You knew the calls were going to come on in, and, uh, and they did come back, and they won. Dramatic fashion, though. <sighs> Moorhead State's final possession was a joke. They were talking as they were coming out of the timeout. There was like 22 seconds left, 23 seconds left. And the commentators were like, now you can be risky here and play for the last shot. And the wife certainly wasn't paying any attention to me. But I was like, well, that would be the dumbest thing in the world. Why would you limit yourself to one shot? Why not try to score? And then if you don't succeed, you still have time to make up for that. Well, I'd be darned, Scoots. They played for the last shot. I don't know if it was intentional or not intentional. Quite literally, one of the worst final possessions that you can have in basketball. They down two or three. They were down one. Oh, and this was coming off us watching UNC just throw the ball at a guy who wasn't looking just a few days ago. Oh wow, that's impressive. Whoever the Moorhead State guy was did not pass the ball. Did made one slight penetration, but quickly pulled back out. And then for 23 seconds, just dribbled aimlessly, usually seemingly in a panic, but definitely did not want to pass that ball up, Scoots, and then ends up throwing up a terrible shot around the buzzer, gets potentially blocked or gets partially no, blocked. blocked. And uh, that's the end of the game. IU I, holds on for a win. I like to think it was Indiana's defense. They were so stifling that last possession. Uh, it was good defense. I mean, make no mistake about it, but they didn't really make the other four guys on defense work too much. Mm. <laughs> Those guys were just like probably standing around being like, okay, this is easy. Uh, you know, go go team. Guard the guy that's got the ball. But nice win, all the same to come back. At, I mean, not good to be in a position like that with no. Moorhead State, but better to have the win than the loss. I avoided uh, Mook, so that's good. If, if Moorhead State would have... Yep. Beat oh, Indiana, I would have gotten all of Moore's texts rough, today. Yeah. Rough day on the Thornton's text. Yeah. Which, yeah, plus 470, actually, not plus 40. That's incredible. And the overhit in the Frisco Bowl. Oh. By the hair on my chinny-chin-chin, it did. Over, under, 51 and a half. Roush, I was looking at, when I, actually, when I was placing that IU bet, I was like, all right, what bets do I have open tonight? I didn't have many. I knew it was pretty much just that one. And they had the cash-out op- option for the Frisco Bowl. Always fun with live betting. And I had I'd put a fifty dollar bet on the over in that game. Cash out option at like I don't know, Scoots, eight thirty, whenever that IU game was winding down, eight twenty. Before the game had even started. The cash out option was thirty two dollars. They were like, You can swallow an eighteen dollar loss here. And I was like, What the hell is going on here? It's because the the, in, the the quarterback news, I'm guessing, is you oh, TSA's quarterback playing, uh, said that he was out. McCown. Yeah. He yeah. said that he was out, so I guess that dropped the line big time. So I was like, oh boy, I'm definitely not going to stay up for this game. I'm not going to watch it anyways, but I feel like I've got no chance. Waking up and seeing a 51-and-a-half over bet hit at 52, <laughs> <laughs> it's a special feeling, Clark. 
So good gambling mm. night for TJ. Excited to do the, radio this morning, and it's a big day for UK football, Roush. The quarterback news became meme-worthy because uh, Josh McNown's kid, or Cade McNown's, I, mm-hmm. you know, I get them all mixed up, but his kid was starting in place of the quarterback to opt out at UTSA against Chad Pennington's kid, Cole, who um, played at Sayre in Lexington. So people mm. forget that Sayre, the Sayre Spartans, I believe Chad started their football program, and I believe he's still their coach. I, I think he held on to that. Once Cole went to uh, to Marshall, but uh, people were like, "Wait, these got to be their these are brothers, right? Like they're they're younger brothers, not not like they're these aren't their kids, right? Like, come on, come on, mm-hmm. tell me." So, uh, uh, but yeah, and uh, the Roadrunners covered. Meet me, meet me. Fourteen points spread. No bowl game today. Nash- nope. National, National signing, signing day. day. Yep. And, and then, then I think you get back to the bowl action tomorrow and then for the foreseeable future. Friday, which I, I got to imagine that if you're a head coach, doing this in the conference room of some resort hotel would be very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, Scoots, how was your oh, – First your... one's in. Boom. There we go. Oh. Hayes, Hayes Johnson. First uh, signee, too. Or first commitment. Sorry. So, I'm not going to do this for everyone, too. I'll try to save it for the big ones. But the first one is in. Um, they had four transfers – they announced last night who had signed paperwork, all the ones that have already previously announced. Um, we could get a couple more. So, uh, yeah, I, I won't interrupt each one because, like, we get it. Hayes Johnson is, is here. But, yeah. First one's here. First the one's fir- here. The first one is here, Scoots. <laughs> Scoots, what'd you get into on your Tuesday? Uh, I had to work a little bit. Uh wasn't too bad. I, my boss kicked me out at 3 o'clock. So, that was my goal yesterday. I told Roush before I left the radio station, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to try to get out by three, and that's exactly what happened. So, other than that, really not much. I went home. What did I watch yesterday? I watched something. Mm, I'll have to think about that. Mm. Can't remember. But that good, huh? Yeah. It was, it was that good. Yeah. Oh, it was Catfish. That's what it was. That's why I didn't remember. It was mindless TV. That is mindless <laughs> TV. What are you doing watching Catfish in the year 2023 of our Lord? They're Seriously. still making them. They're I, still new. I know, ones. but doesn't mean you have to watch them. Uh, they're entertaining. They're, they're, it's it's one of those things that I can put on my PlayStation, sit there and play games, and not have to really pay attention to it. But it's it's it more like background noise. I hear you. I, I would think maybe something more informative. <laughs> that being said, Roush in twenty twenty three, if you're getting catfished, you're a complete and total. Oh loser. my gosh! Yeah. Ten years ago, the concept of the show checked out. Like. People were new to social media. Some people weren't even getting on social media. A lot of people knew about it but didn't really know how to operate it, and you could see how people were just getting got left and right. In today's day and age, if somebody can't FaceTime you, we've got an issue. There was the one the one I watched yesterday. Like just as simple as that. We're going to have an issue if you can't FaceTime me. One of the two – I think I watched two episodes last night. One of the two that I watched, this guy was talking to the girl, right? And he met her on Xbox, like playing Call of Duty or something. So he'd been talking to her for like 10 years. Come to find out it was her mom the whole time. And her mom would send provocative pictures to him. She would go in her daughter's phone while her daughter was sleeping and get like the most updated photos, send them to herself so she could use them online. Like what a freak. That's pretty messed up. What that is su- that's super a little concerning up. that he know that she would know that her daughter would have like scandalous pictures on her camera roll. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean she would take she would do like normal photos too, but she would take all the new photos. That's a tough one for the fella. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that's tough. It I was, will say though, no, this is semi-related, and this is a PSA. Uh, scammers are out there. They're good. Uh, they may or may not have gotten my wife. So we're dealing with that right now. How she? I think get, we'll be how, fine. But um, how'd she get got? They can disguise their phone number. So she got a call from our bank from the bank's phone number, and was like, "This is on a recorded line. We are blah blah blah." blah. And in, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the, the genesis of it. And they caught her at, you know, like 4.30 p.m., right? So you're coming home from work mm-hmm. or whatever, stressful time, and they kind of just, it gets you at a vulnerable moment, and uh, you just kind of listen to what they say when they tell you you're from the bank and you've been hacked, and here's how we got to try to fix it. Now give me your information. Mm. Yeah. So It's not good. That, that stinks. They they do say, like, the, we, the bank won't call you asking for information, stuff like that. Well, and we've learned, too, they always send a text to a verification. That's how you do two-way verification. So when did she find out that she was getting got? Uh, she got off the phone, had a bad feeling about it, and then, like, you know, 30, 45 minutes later, it was like, something's, something's wrong here. Like, this isn't right. And she was correct. Wait, so did she give them all her information? I, I, don't, I don't know what all they got, oh, but like to the point at the end, she was like, they said they're trying to find them. So don't log on to your account because they're going to try to ping the IP address of where this transfer happened. And that was the like, well, then let's just get on it. And then if something happens, they'll call us back again. We got on it and there was uh, transfers going out and uh, we canceled them and Gonna have to make another phone call today to make sure everything is. Taken it sounds care of. like y'all at least were proactive and got ahead of it. After some, like the damage is not completely done, but you know, like it's there was damage. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's so that is, and that's like my wife is. This isn't just old people. I think is the point that I like. I would normally like. I'm sure she's embarrassed about it, and no, like this, this happens to people. It's happened to me before. Um, like it was like an email or something. I don't know, but scammers, they're, they're out there. They're real. So just keep your head on a swivel folks. I mean, I talked, I talked to a one for a whole day, not knowing it was a scammer. So yeah, they're, they're pretty good. That's not going to make Brooke feel any better. <laughs> I know. And that one was so bad. Like I, I, I understood. I, I, love that. I love that scooch. Just why don't you give a pre- PSA to Brooke and say, Hey, it can happen to anybody. <laughs> can happen to anybody. <laughs> I'm scooter dingus and it can happen to anybody. Uh, I had, Gosh, life insurance, annoying. Yes, yes. Um, but like, got to do it. You do, you do. It's it's important. Uh, I I thought I had it like taken out of my account just like naturally, like it like oh, an auto, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And which is what you want. Several, like imagine imagine having to briefly imagine having to write like all these bills that you pay every month. How much that would suck. Well, so I get this like bill months ago and it's like hey your policy may lapse if you don't pay this amount and i was like well that's so weird i thought that i had it in there whatever um i that is legitimate i pay it it's all good i everything's fine i don't i never did figure out why it stopped coming out of my account monthly or whatnot but get another letter today and it's like asking for a ton of money again i'm like what in the world is going on i just paid this how could that happen so i called ended up being my dad's oh (laughs) i see 
Same name. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, he used to live at the house that I lived at. But I called these people, and I was just <laughs> oh, like, gosh. and it crossed my mind the entire time. I was like, I wonder if this is a scam. Because like, I just paid, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you call this number, and it's like, please enter your social and date of birth. And I'm like, well, boom, right there. That they, you know, If this is like a scam, right. you know, they could get me. But get there's me. also like, oh, well, this company needs that as verification they too do. so like yeah I, I did hang up and i like went to the company's website and i was like i'm making sure this is the number and it was the same number on the paper so i was like well this is at least a start so eventually the- get in <laughs> and they're like we don't have anybody with that social matching this policy number and i was like do you have a date of birth and i gave my dad's birthday with that policy number and they're yeah. like yes that's the date of birth man I, I i did not it did not dawn on me the whole like getting mail like we used to get na- our house was rented briefly like in between the last owner, they like rented it out for a couple of years before uh-huh. selling it. So we get tons of, I mean, it's various people, various people. I did not think about you getting mail addressed to you because your former, the guy that lived at your house most recently had your name too. You have <laughs> no clue how you. big of a headache this oh, has been. Man. And we have the same profession. Like, <laughs> He's not a radio host, but in the real estate. Right, right. The last six or seven years have been nothing short of just a hell. Also, there's, like, you probably get some magazines or something. You're like, really, Dad? You got this? Oh, there's a ton of stuff. There's (laughs) Like some random, like, catalog. I'll get, like, like, all his, like, retirement, like, junk mail, and I'll just be like, okay, all right. I don't, you know. You sure it's not for you, old man? Could be. Hey, oh. Oh, one thing, too, that I got mail. So when I got in, uh, the fender bender accident in South Carolina, the the like they, they write you a ticket basically to force your insurance to pay the mm-hmm. other person. So um, as, as soon as I got, I mean, it was within three days of getting home. I had four letters in the mail from Jeez. attorneys like, uh, here's a. Blah, 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 blah. Use our services to get this ticket taken away. Which, like, the fact that that's legal. It, it says in big letters, this is a legal, like, this is a legal advertisement, like, on the envelopes. So you have to know. But when I first got it, I was like, wait, am I going to have to do something about it? I was like, no, no, no. It says this is a legal advertisement on here. They're just trying to. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, oh, gosh, what? we got going on over here? You know what else is good is Thornton's. No surprises. No mm-hmm. scamming. No hacking. Nope. Uh, just good, just goods. Whether it be their 89 cents, 32 ounce sodas, their fresh fruit, their delicious hot breakfast sandwiches, or just their good old fashioned gasoline. They've got it all. You're going to want to become a Refreshing Rewards member, save time and money each and every time you go to Thornton's, and they're all over the place. A texter, a grab and go texter, says, I'm about to board a flight to Colorado for Christmas. I'll hit the podcast when I land. Just wanted to wish you boys and your families a very Merry Christmas. Roll call. Safe travels out to Colorado. Uh, going skiing, maybe? That that would be... Uh, Christmas in Colorado would be a good time. Except for the full house one where they get stuck at the airport for Christmas because of the bad weather. That'd be a horrible place to spend Christmas. Didn't uh, Carlton and the Fresh Prince... Didn't they have a storyline like that? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever watched like the Fresh Prince back to back, you know, like every episode. They there's definitely an episode where they get stranded on the side of a mountain because they're at, like the ski lodge, and then they go and get in a fight. Uh, but I don't, I don't remember if it was Christmas. There's a Boy Meets World episode where they go to a ski lodge, and then Corey sprains his ankle, and then like another ski 
resort girl, a townie, stays back with Corey and they kiss. And Corey's such an idiot. He tells Topanga. Like, why? Well, he he yeah. like goes out of his way to be like, she kissed me. And so that turns into a big thing. Maybe you're thinking of that episode. No, there was definitely Fresh Prince. Well, safe travels. <laughs> uh, Scoots texted our group thread and said, feel free to bring back some Colorado goodies. I did? I got goodies. Another grab-and-go texter says, Scoots, I'm curious about your Indiana tournament prediction. Unless Mbako is featured, I think they win one game and they're out. Ware is soft, and if you're lucky, Xavier Johnson will graduate before he turns 30. <laughs> I, I do still think Indiana makes the tournament, yes. I, I And I don't necessarily disagree with your one-and-done take on that. I mean, that's pretty much what Indiana basketball has become, right? Just, just scrap and claw, try to make your way to the tournament, and then get to the tournament, disappoint everybody. No bad losses for the Hoosiers. Some close calls, but no bad losses to date. No great wins, really, at Michigan was nice. I mean, that's the thing about it is Big Ten play starts after the new year, and that's the one area Indiana really has to take advantage. They're 2-0 and in conference play, just got to keep stacking up wins, and, and you never know. But I, I wouldn't be surprised at all about an early exit from the tournament. I think 500 in the Big Ten, you all would be in the tournament. Below yeah. 500, you may be sweating it out. I think we were – no, we were 10-8 and last year. I was going to say, I think we were below 500 last year. Providence dominated Marquette. Old Bryce, really? Oh, yeah. Old Bryce High. The, Providence is dominant at home. Uh, I think, who was it? Andy Katz? Somebody had a stat that was like. The, the dunk? What do they call it? The dunk? Yeah. But they've they've gotten more wins at, at their home arena the last two years, I think, than like any other team in the country. So they're good at home. They dominated Marquette. That's a team ranked above Kentucky that, that took a loss. Will they drop past UK? Uh, I don't think. I don't think it's impossible. So, Cats, with a win over Louisville tomorrow, may be able to, to move up. We're going to talk a lot about UK, L, especially tomorrow. We'll really get into it. It is just Louisville, you really – nah, I'm just preaching to the choir here. Nobody would disagree. Well, some people may disagree, I suppose. L, you really need to get your bleep together. This is not This is not fun. Yeah. Like, this is UK, L basketball week. It's supposed to be like every day, every show. Mm-hmm. I thought about – Getting Rutherford on like today or tomorrow and just seeing if he wants to come in and just have fun. I know we'd have fun. I know it would be solid radio. But like we wouldn't talk UK U of L. It would just be us making fun of him for the most like not making fun of him, but just <laughs> right, making fun like, of L. Hey, so how do you do like, your life? Yeah. How do you live? And it would end up just being like us probably talking about other stuff and not the game. I, I like I'm sick of UK and U of L not talking X's and O's basketball. Yeah. You know, th- oh. this th- they're gonna do this and we'll counter with that, and then they're gonna try to beat you there, but we've got this. I- I hate that I can't, like, I, f- I think I'm going to get together with some friends tomorrow night, but it's, like, there's not going to be any juice when we show up. Like, we're just going to kind of, like, oh. Um. I'm excited just to go, and I get to go with the wife, and that's always fun. She'll wear red, I'll wear blue, we'll have a good time. Um, but, like, I'm not excited for the actual, like, on, I'm, I'm excited to watch UK basketball the same way I was excited to watch them play against. Mm-hmm anybody on the schedule like this, there's nothing the only special part about it roush is that i'm going to be in attendance with my wife yeah like there's no rivalry aspect of it that really like i'm, I'm excited to see the yum center be as blue as it's probably going to be that's going to be cool but it's just more i want to watch this team play basketball because they're good at it and it's enjoyable oh and it just so happens that this one happens to be against L. that's weird that's not the way this should be right 
Um, so get get it get it together, U of L. But we'll talk more about the cards uh, and the cats tomorrow. A little bit, maybe a little bit later on today. But it is National Signing yeah, Day. Yeah, and we got uh, some big ones in. Uh, the the one that's a lot of fun, and it's also one of those that I initially was like, why are they recruiting this guy? He's he, he's from nowhere. What, what's the deal here? Uh, yeah, no, he's a lot of fun. Uh, Quasheed Scott, South Carolina, tried like hell. Had to hold on to him. To get him to flip, and he went on a – it was one of those things, though. It, it, it took – you were just hearing it for a while, and it's like, are they going to do this or not? Uh, well, Kentucky uh, got him on official visit and said, nope. Not happening. He is a very fun football player. Yeah, it's nice to to get this player out of South Carolina that South Carolina late in the game really right. put the press on. I mean, think about the alternative with that. If you had a dude from like Frankfurt and he committed to South Carolina yeah. earlier in the process and later in the game, UK was all in on this dude and UK couldn't get him from South Carolina, we'd be pretty bummed about that. Yeah, and especially somebody that at the time – and Frankfurt – like Frankfurt High, I don't know if they're the same level school, but you know he plays. Uh, he was like a middle of the roadish three star when mm-hmm. Kentucky saw him. Like initially, I was worried because Chris Collins, like you know, he's got an FCS guys. He was used to be at the Sun Belt. Like a lot of the guys that he recruits had Sun Belt offers, and you're like, is he just getting some more Sun Belt guys? No, no, no. This guy is um, well, good, great athleticism, and if you want to just watch fun football tape. Like, this dude, he plays with reckless abandonment. He throws his body around to the point that, like, they might have to, hey, Quisheet, uh, let's, uh, we got to dial it back some. You're going to get ejected for targeting. Like, he is he is nasty out there. So, if you, if you want to uh, have some fun watching film today, he's one of the more fun additions uh, on that huddle reel. Well, suck it to South Carolina. In, in all seriousness, it may be somebody that, you know, you, you've got to keep recruiting after this year. You know, people at South Carolina are going to be in his ear mm-hmm. forever. And sometimes freshmen, Roush, they don't want to be patient. And they don't want to kind of go through the process and develop. So, uh, but, but a big get to get him on campus, and maybe you get something out of him at that position this upcoming year. You don't want to rely on freshmen in the SEC, uh, but the ones that are good enough to yeah. make an impact, he, you never know. And he's certainly of that. Secondary is an area where maybe you could get on the field sooner than some, later. Some of the things that we got to remember now, too, that our brains is just rewiring. Because, like, National Signing Day is different. This sport is different since the transfer portal, which this is year five of the portal. Do you know that? Starting in 18. Now, granted, I don't think the rules, I think it's only been three years where it's Wild Wild West. But sport's a lot different now, point being. If you get prolific players, they play right away. If you don't, they leave, and even some of them do leave, a la Keaton Wade. Like they're, it's, it's just happening. So the, now I, I think this still applies to offensive linemen um, and maybe some defensive linemen too. But for the most part, if you're if you're a dude, you you, you play. Um, and that, like Edge was one of those for the longest time, Brad White telling us, it's really tough for these guys to get them ready. They're recruiting like gangbusters to the position. They need pass rush. Those guys are going to play in certain situations. So like there, there's just no, no way around it. So you're going to see some guys this year. Uh has got probably going to get some run at nickel, right? They need that. Drew Phillips just left. He was their primary nickel. Uh, to Ryan Nichols, four-star corner out of Cincinnati, Withrow High School. They're, they're, he's going to compete for playing time. He's that good. Uh, the Smith twins, 
Brian Robinson. There's some guys that are going to be getting some reps right away, even though you're like, wait, but he's just a freshman. And no, no, that, that that's going to happen this year on the defensive side of the ball. It's not just reserved for, you know, receivers you won't run around out there, right? Like, here's a fast guy. Just go run. They're going to have to, they're going to, have to implement some of these guys in the game plan next year. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. That's not Thornton's. I'm feeling great. Texter says, the walker's divided, but is she a sports talker? Nope. I hear young walkers say, go big blue and go cats. I can't blame Miss Walker for going along with that. Nobody wants to introduce their child to loser. Dumb. Uh, say text in and says, so if Kentucky ends up beating Louisville like most people think, since Trevor got me tickets, am I obligated to not talk trash to him? Yeah, Trevor got say tickets to the game for Christmas. What a nice it's like, friend. Trevor, setting the bar high for your friends for Christmas presents because your, your buddy in Linden, <laughs> tree's waiting for you. Here's another thing. Is Trevor going to go with Say? No. He got two tickets to like take Say's wife or girlfriend or whatever. Wow. Maybe, what, are you taking your wife or your girlfriend, Say? I couldn't remember which one you're taking. <laughs> also, I mean, I think that would be the move if you're Trevor, but does he want to go? He Trevor is not going, doesn't want to go, hasn't been to a UofL sporting event in like 10 years. So not changing that to go watch Kenny Payne lose, ideally, by a lot to to UK. But what a gift by Trevor. It's a good one. Dude misses work for like two weeks and still just doing bomb gifts. How can he afford it? I'll take tickets, Trevor, while no you're kidding. at it. I was looking for a couple. All right, let's go to our first break. We'll come back. We'll talk more signing day as the news happens. Do UK fans need to pony up and why it's important that UofL Media gets the initiative moving? Yeah. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Screams Christmas like cheating on your significant other in a parking lot of a grocery store. Grocery store. Found in the with, with an Christmas axe. Eve. Which this scoot, this song is actually loosely based off Scoot's Walmart experiences. <laughs> loosely. Bless you. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six point one FM, fourteen fifty AM. Scoot said that he's playing wacky and weird Christmas songs today. Yeah. That one is wacky and weird. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You know what, though? It, it, one of the better um, music and words don't really match. It's like, oh, this is actually kind of a nice sounding, like, it's kind of a pretty song. And then you hear the words and you're like, oh, my gosh. That, that is that is true that it is like a pretty, very calming kind of like melody. Yeah. Like, if you put this with like uh, James Taylor Christmas, it's probably <laughs> in a James Taylor Christmas playlist. You're like, wait, what's he talking about? Do you watch UK's The Journey video? Speaking of good scores. I actually haven't yet. It was about nine minutes. It's a long one. Like them. It was awesome. It's kind of like the, the L one, the football one. That was a lot of fun, too. 
gosh, they like just have this music in the back. It almost feels like a movie trailer at some points, but it's you know no movie trailers nine minutes long. But really well done. If you haven't seen that, check it out. And check out Kentucky Roll Call on podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. We go seven to nine Monday through Friday, and then nine to eleven, and you get your text in to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Sometimes I'll listen to other shows, Roush, and they'll say they're like call in numbers or their text line numbers or their emails, whatever podcast. Sometimes there's emails. And they say it so fast. I'm like, ah, eh, podcast you can always rewind it, but live listeners need to slow down sometimes. Be kind, text rewind. Line. 502-414-1450. Be kind and rewind. What's next for, for UK football? Seems like the important decisions have gone Kentucky's way, at least over the last few days. It looks like that Georgia player is going to be a cat. Yeah. Jamin Dumas Johnson. That's, that's what we're, we're hoping for. Uh, still got to wait till you cross the finish line, right? Um but yeah, he's 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 a big one. All American two years ago could be a great get for the defense, an eye opening sort of get around the college football landscape, an immediate impact player, all SEC caliber player, just right away would be one of the most significant additions from in the transfer portal era for Kentucky. That's on the line today, um, and then there's also a couple other players. I think some of it's going to come down to numbers, you know, like. Right. Do, we, do we have enough room here sort of deal? The numbers can always work out. Jalen Farmer uh, was a kid they recruited out of high school who Eric Wolford was recruiting him. Then he did his all Eric Wolford thing and left. So this guy ended up at Florida. Now he's in the portal. He visited last weekend. It's between Kentucky and Tennessee. And then uh, DeCarlos Nicholson, another guy. Where yeah, that one's been a little weird just because it seemed like UK has been the only school linked with him. And it seemed like the UK experts were like, yeah, he's going to be a cat. And it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, which, And I think that comes down to numbers. Because there's um, we have mystery recruits in play from the high school ranks. That's always fun. Um, we've also got uh, Cam Dooley. The, my favorite was yesterday. So, Stone Saunders' top receiver is Rico Scott. Kentucky recruited him heavily. He commits to Alabama. and uh, But, you know, they're not going to quit. And Stone was pretty verbal initially about getting to flip, and I think they told Stone to shut up. <laughs> like, hey, don't 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 let Nick Saban find out. Well, then yesterday, uh, Rico tweets out his signing information. He's going to sign at nine thirty. Roll Tide, and Stone quote tweets it. We're going to shock the world, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> so there's been somewhat of a wait. wait is that, is that good? Is that bad? Like, what are, what, are we, what are we doing here? Stone, Rico, just stay connected. You can go to Tuscaloosa for a little bit. You never know. Yeah. You never know what can change in a, in a year or two. A lot. Uh, I, I, I like that. You got to – can you imagine picking being a wide receiver, picking Alabama over Kentucky in this climate? What a goober. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Different – Different culture. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, Jamin Dubas Johnson, though, would be just chef's kiss. Yeah. So okay. Good. Well, as the updates come in, yep. we'll be sure to to update you. The, the other uh, one, we're, we're keeping an eye on Willie Rodriguez. Um, he officially visited Tennessee over the weekend. But heard he left early. I'm kind of confident 
Roush, I'm just curious. How are you? Tennessee got another tight end commitment, so he is a lock. Yeah. How do you get the news that somebody has signed? Uh, is there like a website you're on you, that just you, they just pop in or UK announces it okay. with like a social media graphic, and they can't announce officially anything until they receive the facts. Gotcha. Okay. So that's that's kind of how it works. Which I I just don't ever want the fax machine to go away. That's a fact. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> that's a fact, Jack. Uh, but yeah, so today today should be a lot of fun. Can we can we talk about what the your your what you teased? Yes. So this all kind of started from well, all started from Mark Stoops many many weeks ago. But I think you know the initial backstory behind Mark Stoops' pony up comments. Yes. I think know it very well. Justin Rowland was the one to rehash it yesterday in this so reiteration of this. The I mean, fifteen club direct message. Like they put out a message and then they they put it in DMs to a bunch of media members. Essentially, so like, hey, guess can you I promote know, us today? Guess I know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, you gotta start on the, pa- on the packing order. You didn't go to journalism school, TJ. So we all know that. Um, but so that started, and like I, I, you know, some people just hit the retweet. Justin, he was he was like, no, no, no we're not just retweeting this bad boy. We're gonna, I'm gonna really let you know how important it is because it is. I mean. Fairness is pretty important. Like right now, with mystery players, you're just talking about like, do you have enough money? Right? Like, is there enough dollars for X player? Auburn cannot afford Jamin Dumas Johnson because all their nil efforts are tied up in a five, top five high school recruiting class. Like, you Kentucky is buying players today, folks. They are buying players today. They have to have money to buy the players. Where do they get the money? Fans and boosters. So like that's that's part of it, that and I think that's why Justin was trying to pound the table on like emphasizing it yesterday, because if there was ever going to be a time to do it, it's the day before National Signing Day. Yeah, I, I don't blame Justin. I don't blame nope. Matt Jones. I don't blame media members that are pushing this stuff. Uh, but I, I'm I personally am like sick of hearing about it. That's all I got. Are you are you sick of the pony up part? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's, that's a fan thing. Like uh, not, I, not like the words pony up necessarily, oh, but like asking just, for money. Just like the well, you know, we are what we are unless you got more money. And well, it doesn't have to be phrased like that. The, it the, needs the to be messaging phrased. Messaging is horrible. See exactly. That's the problem. Is that that message got sent right after a bad loss to Georgia, and Stoops forgot he got caught up in the moment. That when he was going back and forth with this caller, who he thought was a little smarmy, that everybody's listening to it. And everybody's going to think that I'm talking to all of them. He wanted it to be just for that guy, but that's not how it works. Your words are your words. There's some consequences for it. But uh, did I share the Kublik story yet? Have I done that here? I don't know. But I was on a radio hit with Kublik, and they were asking, so is there any sort of residual backlash from Stoops and Texas A&M? I was like, actually... People are more mad about the pony up comment, which is, I think, is accurate. And and Kublik was like, do, do people know that, that this is how it works now? Outside of the state, that they're, they're dumbfounded by it. The timing on Stoops' part was bad because they lost a bunch of games in a row. But, like, moving forward, it doesn't have to be, like, we are who we are unless... No, 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 no. Like, 
this is how it is everywhere. And if you don't have consistent fundraising, then you can't be successful. TJ, if you do not want to get pestered for fundraising, just keep like you, you get it bad from St. X right now. Just wait till Lucy starts at a Catholic school. There's going to be like a fundraiser twice a week there that they're going to be asking money for you for. That's what they do. That's 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 what it feels like from UK right now. It's like this in other walks of life. I would just say though that like from behind the scenes, like that is how it works. Kentucky is only effective. Like they're 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 spreading their resources across some big high school guys, um, and also to some pinpointed portal players. But you can't you can't do both. Like you can't do both. It is a salary cap game, and in order to play the salary cap game, you got to have a salary. So, I I just I don't know. I the the part where like with blank though being like oh pony up I'm like. Yes. How do you think Louisville's getting players? Everybody's paying players across college football. That's how it works. Like that's how that's that, how that, this game is being operated today. Deputy Doofus is an idiot. Uh, I mean, just like when you get crushed universally like that, even own U of L fans were like, "Don't we want people to donate to our collectives too?" Even U of L fans were like, "What? What?" What is this dunk that you're trying to do on a football program that's beaten us every year since 2017? Regardless, Roush, it's it's not so much the reality of college athletics. I, we talk about that all the time on this radio show. I think people can come to the grips with the understanding of the reality of athletics, but it's like this persistent push of, well, UK is what it is because you – don't yeah. support your football Which is program bull crap. Yeah. because you don't. You show up to games and you'll spend all day Saturday doing this and being a season ticket holder, but you won't spend an additional money. Well, that's why UK. And, and when you play this game of like, well, you need we need this to keep up with the Joneses. Then why did you lose to Vanderbilt last year? Why did you, <laughs> right, you know yeah. like is the, why are you two and seven in your last non SEC home games exactly yeah. like, like that, shouldn't there be shouldn't we right. already be at a level where like if money means this then shouldn't money already mean this it, like there's no guarantee necessarily that if you get the money it's going to mean X Y and Z and I guess the reason why I'm I'm sick of like the Rollins and the Matt Jones and I get it and they're trying to help the program and to a certain extent maybe we should be pushing the nil stuff more frequently on this show. And maybe I will, Roush, but UK has to meet the Justin Rollins and the Matt Jones and the Kentucky roll calls halfway to a certain degree. Like, why is U of L and every other school so much have so much more creativity in their nil departments than what we have? Why is it taking Justin Rowland having to do Twitter and message board posts to try to get more money? a dude that's not associated with the University of Kentucky, why is it his responsibility? Why is it our responsibility? Why is it the fans' responsibility to have to go figure out how to do this stuff and then do it and have real no clue if their money actually is being put to good use or if it's just being lit on fire or if it's being just line, lining the pockets of people that we don't even know where it's going exactly? Why isn't UK taking why isn't Mitch Barnhart taking any sort of initiative to make people feel warmer and fuzzier inside when UK dominates Miami and that second half every TV timeout let's have barcodes up there South Carolina has uh, yard signs 
that are all around the stadium and they do the math on like 80,000 fans of Williams Bryce Stadium, $10 a month, $8.1 million for the collective. Like, the, you can do those things. Remember yeah. the money well that we we came up with a better idea with the money well. The money well's a money great well is a genius idea. And uh, if you don't remember, it's there's literally a well that you you stick some bucks in. Yeah, outside the stadium, like after games, people just throw money into the well. It's the money well. Yeah. It goes towards nil. And then like when UK gets a big recruit or a big commitment, if you get this dude from Georgia, he gets to go to the well, and pull it up, yeah. and then what he gets, what he gets. Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's, and secondly, I also have this idea, and I, I this is a little, this is more loser and defeatist attitude than I care to have, but I do feel that way, so I'm going to say it on air. I just, I refuse to believe Roush. Like you giving five dollars, me giving five dollars, Scoots giving five dollars is going to get UK to the next level of the Georgias and the Floridas of the world. We need more Kelly Crafts. We need more <laughs> Joe Crafts. Like we need more people with millions and millions and millions of dollars. And it, it is well, true that everybody gives ten. If everybody gives a little bit, well, Roush, that's what I mean. If, if it goes you do, a long way, right? It's the, true, and especially for, um, like a lot of these guys, it's. Having some money, like getting the baseline up, right? Like, doesn't matter, big picture. No, but like having, you're easier to attract big donors if you have a lot of other small donors where they're, you're convincing them, like, hey, this many people believe in it. You need to, like, okay. join us. Like, that, that's, that's part of fundraising. I have to deal with it. Uh, my role with the sales. Like, that's the more donors you have, the easier it is to attract top dollar ones. Um, but I digress. Some of it's just been every, like, when did they announce this collective? The day after losing to Vanderbilt, right? When were they putting it on the video board this year? In the fourth quarter of a blowout loss to Alabama. You know, like, there's, yes, there's some problems with it. And I get the, I, I even understand the, the pony up thing in the middle of losses because they don't equate whatever. But that I is. Just need that, to see UK meet the fans halfway on this stuff. Yeah, and, and here's the other thing, too. Like, some of it is on us, too, to not raise a damn big stink every time somebody mentions nil and, like, we need people involved. Like, we, oh, this pony up? Like, losing. <laughs> that doesn't help either, right? Like, it, it, just, it just doesn't. Now, Stoops, it's his job to uh, not be boring on his it takes all of us. Like, when he mentions, when he talks about this stuff, like it has to be a very much like a trying to do a rousing inspirational speech. Sometimes when he thinks of fans, it it just comes across as like I've got to say this, so let me say it. So we as reporters don't report on it. But today when he does his press conference at eleven thirty, and he says, you know, it's going to take all of us, and we appreciate our support we got from everywhere because we we could like today be a great day to thank the fans. It's like you all fill up the stadiums. Well, you also make sure that we can sign classes like this. Good like, point. That is a great – let me just get on the phone with Mark. Mark. <laughs> Here's what you need to say. Seriously. <laughs> um, and, and the other thing I would – to wrap it up, um, yeah, it would be nice if JMI didn't make things so difficult and could make Neil more fun. But they, they I'm are I'm not difficult. always going to just say JMI is the boogeyman, but I don't have all the facts of this. We can uh, – ha- Whatever you think, TJ, they're worse. Let's, they're much worse. Let's pick up this conversation in hour number two – Keep the text rolling in on the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Wacky Wednesday, signing day edition here on the Big X.
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on the Big X. We appreciate you listening. It's the wife's last day of work for the year, I think. Wow. Maybe she has like one half day or something along the way, but definitely so wait, for this week. Does she take crazy. off or do they just give them all? I don't know. They're asking the wrong guy. Did they do like an annual they Christmas get, vacation? They get deal? off a few, but I think like she has to use certain days X amount. by the end of gotcha. the year, so she usually just kind of does does this. Hey, DJ, well, I read it. We're 16 weeks still due. I read an article the other day. There is the – you'll have to Google it, but you can find a calendar of the perfect days to take off to maximize your time off. So maybe you should point her in that direction. What, what, do, what do you mean, like – like so, so for instance, I, I know what he's talking. So for instance, like Gil on Thanksgiving, he got Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, but he used PTO for the following Monday, Tuesday. So he got a whole week off. Only had to use two days of PTO. So okay, that's that's what I thought the yeah. direction you were going. Um, it's just like how to utilize your work days off with the holidays to maximize the, your the, long the consistent time yeah, off. Gotcha. Long gotcha. times gotcha. off. It, it's a sense. smart. It's a smart tool to use. Uh, she may be doing that. I mean, to be able to not have to work from because really December twenty first to like base January till right? January is pretty because like awesome. if yeah. you're getting holidays for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, yeah, yeah. Makes She's sense. bragging about how like yeah, when the baby comes, I'm gonna get like I'll be off those however long it is in the summer this time. That's gonna be fun. I was like, oh, didn't really think like. Didn't didn't think about the that that sort of stuff, but that is true. The last time Lucy was born, you had October, which was weather was great, but then kind of gets cold in November and December. Um, At least having moms that are staying home, they like to get outside. Supposedly, Roush, I've been told. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's weird how that works. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, there's kids driving you nuts. Yeah, they, sometimes they like if you open the window for them. Oh, we've we've got a. Sick kid right before Christmas. That's always fun. At least he's not like, getting it out of the way. He's is, sleeping. Yeah, could be getting it out of the way. I feel like every kid in America is sick right now. Yeah, like what's going that on? That time of year. Yeah, um, yeah. So. People, people are people are sick. Lucy had a little thing last week, and we uh, we did it did cross our mind. They're like, all right, well, if we're getting this out of the way before Christmas, that could be a good thing. But it was also not severe Wheeler enough where it was like, maybe this isn't the real thing. Like, <laughs> maybe this is just maybe, like a one-day snot. Yeah, like yeah. maybe this is – maybe it's still to come. But uh, – Well, the big the big thing I'm just – like he's been uh, happy. Like he's not he's not been sad. There's nothing worse than like a sad, sick kid because you can't – you're like, what do I even do? Like it's so hard. They Turns out babies can't have a lot of medicine. So like, yeah, it just sucks. Is that Frank the Tank? Yeah, I mean, they just can't. Kid's not, huge. Not supposed to. He's huge. He's getting bigger. It's he looks like Duke at three years old. It's weird. <laughs> um, can I say that it's very funny that Louisville's little national signing day video they like span over the three stripe life logo in the end zone that's always empty. Uh, that's the yeah. <laughs> you got to give a shout out to who's paying you. It's true, and that would be Adidas, which. We had a fun 
and lively conversation to end hour one regarding nil and what UK needs to do and not need to do. Obviously, things are good to a certain degree because you can get the Deion Walkers and you can get the quarterbacks that you've wanted to get yep. the last few years. But obviously, we'd like to to take this thing to the next level. We just discussed how we're annoyed by it, what what's not annoying by it. Roush brought it back to to JMI. Uh, they they seem like they haven't been the most friendly partner with media throughout. But then again, you know what, Roush? UK is not the most friendly partner with media either. So, you, Oh, like announcing a wide receiver coach the day before signing day? That's fun. Did that bother the media folk? I, I, I didn't have that necessarily in mind. I mean, it's, it's just like, mind, like that's like a story that you can like write good things about. But like, I don't, sorry, I don't care about Dyke Kiel Shorts right now. Like, I can't, I, it, there's not enough. Like, we will care about him, just yeah. not right now. It's like either just wait till later have... or do it a week earlier, you know? Um, so, I, I don't know. But and like that that seems like a, a positive move for the program when you want to, like... Cap- give it some time to yeah. breathe, yeah. Because, like, it, hmm. in the interviews yesterday, he seemed like he was pretty affable. Um, I think he is what the wide receiver room needs, and he has to go do it. I also like that the few Houston Cougar fans that are out there... Um, in my mentions, we're like, oh man, he was one of the best recruiters. He has ties to the state of Texas, so you know, maybe you can Texas joining the SEC. Right, yeah, right. Uh, okay, I, I I agree with you there, and that's ultimately my too long didn't read or too long of a rant didn't listen. It just basically comes down to I feel like the blame is being pointed at the fans for UK's nil shortcomings when really it's the University of Kentucky and it's Mitch Barnhart. You imagine somebody that's like a little bit younger, a little bit hungrier for the nil game being the AD at UK and schmoozing. Mitch Barnhart ever schmooze? <laughs> Is his schmoozing going to Denny's after church? <laughs> oh, man. What would Mitch Barnhart schmoozing be? I mean, because here's the other part, too, own- is he has raised money for facilities. So, like, what, what does a Mitch Barnhart schmoozing experience look like? He's Mitch Barnhart's. Out at a fancy restaurant of his choosing. I I don't know where it is. He's with a big donor. He feels like he's about ready to close the deal. He puts his arm around the donors. Hey, gee golly, we can do this. We can take this to the next level. He looks at the big donor. He unbuttons the top button of his way-too-buttoned shirt. Mitch Barnhart looks the donor in the eyes. Says, I'm serious about this. Unbuttons another button uh, no no not two buttons and that's it you want to go any further than that because you know people are watching but that's how mitch barnhart schmoozes he unbuttons those bad boys and he lets that chest breathe <laughs> text on into the thornton stex line 502 we'll see I think they did. Both Roush and Scooch were given gifts, and neither one acknowledges either. I said, hey, thanks. I said thanks. I haven't yeah. opened it yet. I, I didn't know the protocol for opening it. I, I also want to know why my mom thinks you both need to be on her gift-giving list. I love it. Thanks. I don't even know what it is. Thanks, Miss Jennings. Although I was a part, I I can. It's a gift for me as well as much as it's <laughs> you know. it looks like your name was just added at the very end. No, no. TJ <laughs> did not sit next to me, and it's not true. I we all went in on it. They, my mom said, "What would those boys like?" And I said, "They love fine chocolates and candies." Is that what it is? 
I think. Now I, mean, I don't even have to open it. If, I mean, if there could not be a more chocolate box looking box in the history of chocolate boxes. But my mom has asked me every day if I delivered those to you, <laughs> and now I can confidently and not lie to we her got and say yes, they've been delivered. Now, of course, they haven't looked inside to see how many of the candies have been eaten. <laughs> But like I said, I was running a little behind this morning. I look very manic today. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't ha- have time to grab my hat. The hair's uh, all over the place. For like use. the first time that I've ever seen Roush, the the station is crowded. Yeah. I also, I'm just wearing sandals. There was and it's a like lot 25 of degrees people outside. here. A lot of people. And like even before Scoots got here, there was. I was like, what? what I don't, I must don't really be know a, what's happening. Must be a fundraiser day. When when it's fundraiser day around here, it's so much more crowded. I look like Marv from Home Alone walking <laughs> around this place. And it's all the. For once, it's actually filled with people and they're all looking back at me like, this guy can't seriously be working here. Marv was the tall one, right? Yes. I saw yesterday that he was 34 years old. So I am the age of Marv in Home Alone. That's pretty scary. <laughs> You imagine how sore Scoots would be oh if, my if, he, if he suffered Holy just smokes. even like a, a a fourth, uh, an eighth of the injuries. That an Mark. eighth, a hundred. Here's another thing that I, we don't take the time to consider enough. What, like, how many times did that he have to have a spider fall on his, like a tarantula fall on his face, like in his mouth? The spiders don't re- like a big tarantula like that doesn't really scare me. It's just it's just gross. Like I don't want that in my mouth. That may They're be hairy. Easy. That may be easier set. Yeah, I may be talking out my butt with that. <laughs> right. I and mean, that wouldn't be fun. Yeah, because it's one thing. I'm, I'm with you where I'm not like if I see a big spider, I'm like, ooh, a big spider. But like uh, I just don't fall on your mouth. Gross. It's the hair from the tarantula yeah, that yeah. puts it over the top. Cam Dooley officially on board. Hell, uh, three star player who. So he his finalists were Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri over the summer. He initially committed to Missouri. Despite their good season, Kentucky just kept chipping away, chip, chip, chipping away. Uh, ultimately, in, they got him on campus for a visit, and then uh, the Cats uh, were able to close. Got a National Signing Day edition. That's 21 commitments now in the 2024 recruiting class. That was last, last I saw ranked 25th. Um, I'm sure that will fluctuate throughout the day. Um, but yeah, should ho- hoping to end around top 25 with some of these late commitments, it might like slide just outside of it. So. How many times do you think Harry and Marv would have been killed from their injuries in Home Alone 1 and 2? Oh, man. Um, A piece or total? I think the, like the, individually. The, like, paint, the paint cans to the head, the, that's like sight unseen like you're just you're done so i would say is it the same number for both no different numbers okay different numbers for so both. i can't break them down this so i'm just gonna screen junk i'm gonna lump them into one and say 21 times oh i'm gonna lump them both into one and say 28 so Roush is correct on the dot what the Woo! yeah According to Screen Junkies, it was determined the injuries sustained in Home Alone and Home Alone 2 would kill Harry eight times over and Marv 13 times over. (laughs) Stupid Marv. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Marv gets electrocuted, and his skeleton is wearing his hat for a brief moment in that movie. (laughs) I mean, of course you're not surviving that. His body was gone. So that's one at least. If we were really bored, we could name all of them. Roush Cam Dooley seems like a big deal. Uh, I, no. So, the... Take that as a no. 
developmental prospect. Okay. Well, yeah. All right. Because he he played for such a small school in Alabama. He was their quarterback too. Um, so it, it, it's it's hard to it's difficult to discern. But he has the six foot three safety. Not afraid to be physical like that. And Stoops has had success with guys yes, with length yes. like that. So okay, all right. So no, don't get too excited about it. Right. I, I'm not. He he's not about immediate impact. I hear you. All right. Uh, what? Um. It is funny that when you look at a lot of these developmental guys, they're just like tall, long, fast. We want them. Like there's there's like five guys that fit this mold in this class. So uh, what you have to remember is you're considering hit rate. You need your Jacob and Jared Smiths, who announced uh, right at the top of the hour during our break. Woo-hoo. You need those guys to be hits. Like You need them to become, your your top guys to become multi-year starters. And I think the starter period is what you're shooting for, right? When you're trying to get these guys, this guy's going to turn into a starter. There's probably, some of these developmental guys, there's probably five or six. If you get two out of that, great. You know, like that. that's kind is of... That, is that the hit rate these days? For those guys, it probably is. You want, I think, ideally, with the transfer portal, the, these numbers are much lower now because guys just transfer instead of getting developed. But I would think fifty percent of a class to last four years is a good hit rate. Um, previously, you'd want that to be closer to eighty. But I, I actually think like half of it. If you get eleven of these twenty guys to be here in twenty twenty nine, then it's uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. It's signing day. We're gonna head on over to the Thornton text line. Uh, jumping ahead, one texter says Mitch Barnhart's unbuttoning only reveals his white tee underneath. He's too conservative a man to show any chest. Does Mitch Barnhart have chest hair? Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty on the Thornton text line. The answer is yes, and I think he may have better hair of chest. Yeah, can we make that a cool thing? Like people with chest hair? Like oh, that's the would love to. I would be the, that. I'd consider me Miles Davis, right? <laughs> <laughs> Scoots, you chest hair kind of guy? No. I don't have very much. Do you shave it? No. I just, I never really grew a whole lot. What about Gil? Um, I think he's, he's a hairy guy. No, I think he's in the same boat. I don't, I don't think he has much either. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while. I did the, I remember trying, like, that was a thing in high school, shaving the chest. That did not last very long. I did. Now, when I was in high school and I was a cross-country runner, I did used to shave my chest, which that's probably the reason I have very little hair now. I bet if I never shaved my chest, I wouldn't have any hair on my chest. No, excuse don't you know the more you shave it, the more it grows? No, that's what I'm saying. If I had never shaved it in high school, I probably wouldn't have a hairy chest or oh, have any I hair on my chest. Saying. Yeah. yeah. That's probably that's the only became, reason it grew. That's yeah. how you became a man. Exactly. Duke only given two points against Baylor. Stinky. Baylor got smacked. And, and maybe that's why the line's like that, is that they're like, all right, Baylor comes out hungry. But it's Duke and MSG, which is basically a home game for mm-hmm. Duke. And Baylor did just get annihilated to the point where it's like, Maybe I think Baylor's good. Like national championship, good. No, but like make a run in the tournament, good. Yes, that Jacoby Walter guy is awesome. He's one of the best freshmen, not on UK. Man, I was on Michigan State plus five and a half the other day. What an idiot! Why, why didn't I money line it? Well, what an you idiot. Bet, never an idiot when you win a bet. Buddy. My goodness, so, never an idiot when you win a bet. I don't know. This screams like Duke wins by like ten. Duke is barely hanging on in the top twenty-five. They need a signature win. The fact that that line's only two. 
I'm going to hammer Duke, but it's almost borderline stinky, Roush. Yeah. You know also, what we think about the stinky lines. Usually we play into the stink. Hammering Duke is just a... Can't get raunchy enough. Do you, how how do I hate Duke more? They cost me... They take money out of my... I can't... That's how you hate Duke more. Yeah. That, that That's the only problem I have. With I that. can separate. I can separate that stuff with gambling. Usually the only thing I can't... Se- like, usually I'm just too eager for an emotional hedge where it's like, all right, either I'm happy with UK fandom or I lose money, which I did think about when I was on a walk the other day. I was like, that is almost psychotic behavior. <laughs> that like I will willingly have no problem losing a bet if it means my favorite sports team. Like a real thing that impacts me and my <laughs> my family and my wife and my kids versus something at the end of the day, you know, mental health is a real thing and I want to be happy but it is just sports. Like it really shouldn't shape you. Ooh, here's the question. Well, I don't know. Is mental right. health actually a real thing? Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty on the Thornton Sex Line. Um, I know we're a big NBA show. We love to talk hoop around here. Oh, no. Which it it it's why I can't believe we waited until eight twenty one to talk about John Morant. That was cool. Also, though, I'm not going to feel too bad. Like, it was cool that his first game back, he's like, oh, I still got it. Um, let me hit this game winner. But, like, I'm not going to, like, fall for this sob story, like, all the adversity he's overcome. Like, you you just can't not show guns on social media. Like, that's why you were suspended for the first two months of the season. Also, if you're going to be suspended in the NBA, do it the first two months of the season when it doesn't matter. Like, But he missed the in-season tournament. Bet he was bummed. Oh, could he have? If the Grizzly would have made it to the championship game, could he have played in that? Because it's oh, technically it not oh, a game. I would love to know the answer to that. And I got some of that Oscar Shebway story wrong last week, or whenever we talked about yeah, that. It was his first free throw. It be in the reason the other one Eason tournament doesn't count towards your NBA stats. So that like all the NBA championship huh. game, the in season games do because. The championship game ended up being like a game. So that's just a one-off. Like yeah. the ones in it Vegas was like don't 83. count. Yes. It was the 83rd game. Yeah, but it doesn't count for stats or anything. Um, so that's why like that didn't register for Oscar officially. We got that wrong. Five zero two four one. It's a good night of college basketball. Good night for Survivor. Yeah, but Amazing Race is over. That's true. Well, that means you just get Survivor till eleven o'clock. Anybody out there want to do Amazing Race with me? I've, I've pitched it to Roush. He shot me down. Hmm. I don't remember getting asked. That would be just the, but yeah, but I need somebody that I can win with. I'm bilingual, TJ. I can talk in other countries. You I'm trilingual. Know, you, you know a tiny little bit of Spanish. No, I know a tiny little bit of German. I know a hell of a lot of Spanish. How would you say I'd, we need to make a right turn at that church in German? That I don't know. I said I know a little German. <laughs> How would you say "Hey, Grandma" in German? Um, okay, we're in trouble. <laughs> Oma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that show—they had a great season. Survivors having one too. Is tonight the finale? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like Even six hours that. long. Three hours. Well, the last hour too is just the finale, right? Correct. Well, the reunion, yeah. yeah. Which. I hate that they do it on on the island. I wish they would go back to New York like they used to do. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing that anymore. I just like though. seeing everybody dolled up. I want to see my girl D in a dress, you know? <laughs> that is that is fun, though, is when you see the people and you're like, oh, so that's what they normally look like when they're real humans. 
Uh, like whenever they stroll in from the jury. Uh, which, by the way, the one who's the girl that always makes the crazy facial expressions? I forget her name. She's she's always doing something crazy on the jury. I put her hands over her mouth like Kendra. Oh my gosh, yeah, I think Kendra. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Kind of a Looney Tune. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's her. There's your survivor talk. A texter on the Thornton's text line. Who, who's going? Is D going to win? Let's do a prediction real quick. D, that that tonight guy, that guy's going to win. Austin. Yeah, yeah. Austin. He's going to win. Because I think D has the, the best, like she's won enough challenges, and she'll have to win challenges to get to the final three. And I think she'll like that's how she wins because she's got the biggest target right now. The fire making challenge, like to see who gets to the finale, you know, always exciting stuff. Right. She, I, I saw, I heard a spoiler. I'm not gonna say if she wins or loses, but I heard a spoiler. Spoiler. She gets there, and she's. I'm not gonna say who she's going against, but when she starts like churning and burning the wood with her toe <laughs> and her competitor passes out well maybe i did give a spoiler oh <laughs> can you imagine she's just like sitting there burning and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't watched the season of survivor i'm sorry we're moving past it um admittedly i just kind of don't know where we were on the text line so i was just rambling cutter Bowley, welcome to the big blue nation he did it. He did it. Cat's got a quarterback. Where do you think he would have gone if not UK? Tennessee. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that was the. That was really the other. Now, granted, it timing everything. Yeah, it was going to be UK. But yeah. as a fan base, are we mentally prepared for Antonio Reeves to shoot fifty six threes against Illinois State in a week? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I'm down with that. I'm so down for that. You missed three, TJ. Oh gosh, oh, Evans. Scoots in rare form. App, do we read that one? Mm-mm. Nope. Scoots in rare form, absolutely shredding on the show today. The entire buzzard story was buttoned up with essentially his appreciation for them helping to pass the day for him. <laughs> then a zero hesitation. Oh, yeah, by my standards for sure. When asked about a 70-year-old woman when he had no clue who she was only 60 <laughs> seconds prior. That's a great text. That's Big Blue Drew. Thanks, Big Blue Drew. The buzzard story, I just hope we don't have to say, like, yeah, everything kind of started going south for him ever (laughs) since he told that buzzard story. (laughs) I hope in, like, two years we're not like, so what did, like, when do you think it all went wrong for him? Well, that that buzzard story was a red flag. I asked my brother yesterday if he had listened to the show, and he was like, parts of it, but not all of it. Why? I was like, did you hear Scooch Buzzard's story? And he's like, no, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him about it, and he was like, that was the like that was so boring. I was bored just hearing you retell the story. Well, like, but it's like, you're no, 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 you need to go back. <laughs> oh, you need, to, you need to go back and listen to it. Isaiah Cummings' parents both graduated from U of L, and to be honest, UK did not utilize the man correctly these past two years. He also graduated from UK. He played four seasons for us, and if it wasn't COVID, his eligibility would be over. Yes, I think that, uh, you know. Yeah, best, that's be- part of why they're they're all going. Now. Best of luck for him. My U of L buddies were like, he's probably the one we're least excited about with our tight end hall. That's just because they know him the most. You're the always excited. From, you're always excited about players you don't know well. And the other people like Ball State had better numbers. But you got to ask yourself, what would Isaiah Cummings' numbers be if he was at Ball State the last three years? Well, they got a loaded tight end room. The, I mean, that, they, they that have kid, a lot of bodies. I will say that the kid at Ball State was like their best player. He was, but it's Mac. It's Mac tight end. So you know. 
Running back, last name Gordon, backed up Mo Williams in 1993. He transferred to UofL. I think he was from Oldham County. Huh. Interesting. Did he win the Governor's Cup for them? As a fan base, are we mentally prepared for Antonio? Oh, we got that one. Sorry. Scooch, my dad taught at Eastern from 68 to 79 and again from 89 to 2001. What was going on from 79 to 89? That's uh, that's Indiana Tim, and I barely missed your dad. I, I got to know more. Sure, I know him. Uh, this guy put $5 when Western was down big. He got him at plus 2000 $5 bet paid 100 Way to go, buddy. That's awesome. I thought I was good getting Indiana at 470. I think it's pretty simple with Reed. If he's a lottery, he's gone. If he's late first, it's probably a coin flip. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But boy, if Reed wants to go down as like maybe one of the most beloved Wildcats of all time. Roush, that announcement to come back, if that happens in April or whenever it may be, May, June, who knows? Right. That could be – UK could be like, hey, we need people to pack Kroger Field. Reed Shepard has a special announcement. <laughs> you just get that place. So, out. here's – all right. Would it be bigger than Oscar Sheepways announcing to return after Kentucky yes. lost in the first round? He was National Player of the Year. Yes. Would it be bigger than the Harrison Twins? Yes. It would be the biggest in my lifetime. I, I couldn't think of anybody bigger. And that's crazy to say because we don't know how this season see, even it, ends it, for Reed it, it depends on how the season you're ends. you're right. Because, I mean, like, Oscar for Oscar Sheep- coming back, it was right up there with the Twins. But the Twins were, we just lost the National Championship game. Holy crap, we can win it all next year. Oscar, it was like, well, the end of the season sucked, but we get the greatest rebounder ever back for another year. It's the National Player of the Year. I think I probably even said, like, you're never going to have a bigger decision of a player coming back. And here I am, like, two years later being like, it's not the biggest but Reed Shepard, especially if he's like turning down the NBA to stay at UK, that people will just be in a frenzy. In a perfect world, UK just wins the title this year. And if Reed goes on, people are like, hey, we can, you got us a title. We wanted more seasons of you, but best of luck moving forward. The thing that's going to stink is if UK comes up short and Reed leaves, and he never really even got to be like the guy guy, which next year he could be. You know, he he could be the guy on another loaded team, mind you. What about the dude? I mean, Rug really ties the room together. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. I think it's pretty. Uh, uh, oh. uh, can can I just say to uh, Scoots, if if Jamin uh, Dumas Johnson commits right now, you've got to play Dumas Walker like immediately and just have it in the background of the entire show. What is Dumas Walker? <sighs> Never heard of. Let's go! It's it's the song they play. All right, granted, I will excuse it because you don't go to Kentucky football games, but like it's the song they, it's the country '90s country song that they play while fans are leaving the stadium. Oh, the Kentucky Headhunters. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Texter on the Thornton sex line. Oh, KSR Media getting their feelings hurt again. I think he shouldn't suck up to media. Y'all are softer than toilet paper. How about some context? What did Tyler ask him? Was it a tough loss? And what were you all writing about the team that year? If y'all talk bad about one of his players, I'm sure that doesn't sit well with John Calipari. Yeah, it's our job. Like, I I don't, like, this is how it works. Um, And, yeah, it was like acting like, well, did you even watch the game? That was the kind of smarminess to it. Like, there's people that didn't even watch the game. It's like, no, they traveled thousands of miles, cost a lot of money, a lot of investment, a lot of resources to, to cover your program, John. 
That that was the the part of it. Yeah, I'd I'd be mad too. That like my job, not necessarily my identity, but yeah, a lot of it. Like to be called bad at your job sucks when you put so much time and effort into it. Like it just does. And I'm sure they feel the same way about some of it. But um, yeah, yeah I don't know. Suck it, texture. Yeah. I I just would uh, recommend just not getting offended. Yeah, but like sometimes it's just gonna like when the coach is like directly. I, I understand, but you don't have gonna... you don't have to let you don't have to let it you don't have to you don't have to. Uh, also, TJ, does the big X code only work on certain shady raised glasses? We talked about that. We, we the golf glasses it doesn't appear to to potentially work for that. Everywhere else is shadyrays.com, and it's not too late. You got to probably order today though. Not too late for Christmas stocking stuffers. Shadyrays.com promo code big the sun X. shirts too. I love oh, those. Hi, things. Oh those yeah, those are those are awesome. If you've got somebody that's like a, a fisher it, that, that they like to do the old fishing, go out and, and even and catch the old fish. It's, it's one of those things too that I just never. I was always like, you're outside on the beach getting the sun. No, like those shirts are they rock. If you if you have somebody that likes to just hang out on the beach. These shirts, well, one Nick Roush said they rock, and they do. They They're do. super comfortable. We have a weird thing in this station where we seem to wear them like in, in unison yeah. or within a span of days of one another. Uh, but you'll just get in the mood for like, I need a comfy shirt. That's a comfy shirt. It can protect you from the sun. Just go to ShadyRays.com and check out all the great options they have. Promo code Big X for 40% off. And then if you are worried about shipping or it may not get to you, they got two physical locations Scoot's going to tell you all about. Yeah, they're at the St. Matthews Mall. Or is it Oxmoor? Gosh, I always forget that. Oxmoor. Oxmoor Mall. Sorry. Is there one standalone <laughs> location in Louisville? And then you can go to the Bluegrass Shops of the Outlet in Simpsonville. <laughs> Outlet Shops of the Bluegrass oh my in heavens. Simpsonville. I was, I love, I love I was that, not prepared like, for He this. would get mad at us for not saying <laughs> the Outlet Shop's name correctly, and then he just calls it the wrong ball. I've, <laughs> listen, I've listened to you goobers mess it up for so many months Really now. hope that everybody's calling the Bluegrass Shops of the Outlet. <laughs> what uh, is it true that St. Matthew's Mall is dead? Have we talked about that? Mm-mm. Well, people, I know- people say that it's a ghost town. What's I, the one closest to Top Golf? The, is that pe- Oxmoor? The people get confused. They confuse it for the Yum Center when they're there because there's just so few people. <laughs> so Oxmoor's had a revitalization since Top Golf. Uh, Oxmoor's back. That's the, the one by Top Golf. Yes. Yeah. Hope okay. Herp, the Hurstburn folks are happy that there's finally business booming there. St. Matthews, I think. Remember, like the '90s, like the mall was where teenagers went to hang out. Yes. Well, now they had so many problems with kids being poop heads. That, that you that have to shooting be, in the parking lot, I think, was an issue. Yes, a, a big issue. Don't think they were dealing with as much of that in the '90s. So now kids have to be chaperoned. I don't know if it's twenty four seven or if it's just it, after. Yeah, I think they have to show IDs. Like, and if you're under an age, you have to be with somebody that's over an age. Correct. Yeah. So um, that, I think that's a big part of it. Is gotcha. malls used to be a big hangout? They can't be hangouts anymore because kids can't be trusted. I will say, I'll drive by it on the waters and and like. You expect it to look like December mall traffic, and it doesn't. I think maybe like once I saw it pretty crowded, but besides that, I've, it's been alarmingly kind of empty. Uh, but Oxmoor's always popping. Oxmoor, there is never a freaking spot to park. No. It is crazy. Every day I drive by there, it is packed to the gears. Shame on those folks at Hurstbourne that wanted to kill Top Golf. That <laughs> like was the spark that brought everything kind of back. And now look at that place. They've got like a million new things. I would also like to say that I. I enjoy good old-fashioned department store every once in a while. So I hope that like JCPenney doesn't go by the wayside at the uh, 
Los Angeles. Ooh, they declared bankruptcy, Roush. JC Penny did? They did. What when? Apparently they're go they're all going away. When did that happen? Uh within the last year. Damn it. I miss it. <laughs> Goodbye. Because I just JC Penny is one of the uh, oldest stores in America. It was like eighteen late eighteen hundreds. They have a statue of the founder somewhere random in like Wyoming or Montana or something. I think they they had game day for like the North Dakota, South Dakota game, and they have a statue of that guy out there. Um, I I just I don't know. I like the those department stores got a smell for, to them. For what it's worth, just you got to take what Scooch says sometimes with a grain of salt. Guy's wrong a lot. No offense, Scooch. Was, we love you. All right, so let's so see they, if you're wrong. So they declared bankruptcy in May of 2020. Can't believe it's been that long. Well, then they're still around. And there were they're closing 242 store closings. Well, that's not all of them. They're eventually going to close all of them, I believe. Let's no, go to a they break. They've got a $1 billion remodeling of store scoots. I'm not buying this. This article's <laughs> from August of 2023. Website upgrade and everything. I was on a 2020 article. Yeah, Could exactly. Like, scoots. I guarantee he just saw bankruptcy, and he was like, well, that means they're all closing. No, no that's they're not gone. how bankruptcy works. It's like Michael Come Scott. He's got, him and Michael Scott have the JC same understanding of how bankruptcy works. <laughs> One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X, coming up next. Got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Sure, Does Intern Jacob know either one of those? Have you ever seen Home Alone, Intern Jacob? Yes, I've seen Home Alone. <laughs> I'm like an uncultured swine. Have you seen Home Alone too? I've seen all the Home Alones, except for the fourth one. I've seen it, but I don't like it. Give me the, the premise of Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah. What former president makes a cameo in that movie? Kennedy. It was oh, Kennedy. Jacob, this is so easy. <laughs> it was Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. The dead JFK made it a cameo. Plot <laughs> <laughs> twist. A younger RFK Jr. actually is in the background of that scene. Was intern Jacob predicting the future? Wait, 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 wait. No, you have an intern Jacob story, Roush, and I think you I was going to say, did we mention it on there? No, no we, you should tell it. I, yeah, we really – we get, get after it. We, You know what? You shouldn't roast – I almost let it slide too, but I had to mention it at the table because we he joined us for a little KRC Christmas lunch. Spears, Corey Price. You know, we had a Good nice group. crew. Yeah. yeah, Trevor couldn't be bothered. I forgot <laughs> what was being discussed. Um. Might have even just been an offhand like did like the the, the bullishy quote from Animal House, but as the, no, the I think we were talking Animal House. Yeah, and I I I think Scoots dropped the. We were talking movies we hadn't seen. Yes. Yes. And I think Spears said the Pearl Harbor quote. Yes, and Jacob looks at me while everybody's talking. He goes, "So who did we fight in World War II?" Everything got real quiet at, at the it's when like, we were having lunch. It's like, wait, wait. It was like a scene in a movie in like the lunchroom where like it just complete silence and you could like hear you know something like a fork drop. And I didn't immediately jump him. I was like, Jacob, you don't. 
We all turned and looked at I him. I mean, you don't watch movies about it, and he's like, well, are they Korean or something? I'm like... Corey Price started crying. <laughs> I, I, Oldham County Public Schools have failed in term, Jake. I had always been told Oldham County schools were good. Don't think you don't so, like Tim. like the old JCPS? Head on out here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, but that, your, your kids won't learn yeah. who the Americans fought in World War II. And he, but sadly enough, Roush, he is a UK graduate. I know. Like, how does that Comes not... back to us. The part that I couldn't understand is like you're watching pop culture and like it just never dawned on you. Also, when I watch any sort of based on a true story, I'm looking up the true story after the movie immediately. I'm doing research on the topic. Like I just want to know more about it. He never saw like, like he mentioned Hacksaw Ridge is a war movie. He never wanted to like, oh, I wonder what Hacksaw Ridge actually looks like. Like I wonder is this real? Like, but Roush, you're a geek. There, the normal people aren't doing that. Looking up the true story. Yeah, normal people are watching. Like scoots, they're I've, watching I've vultures. Catfish. No, they're watching vultures pick apart roadkill from their window. <laughs> I would venture to say only like twenty percent of people that are watching a movie based on true events are actually going to look up the true events after the movie. I just can't imagine not doing that. Like, if the movie's good, I'm going to investigate more into the story. Could you imagine not eating salsaritas for lunch today? Can we? Can we get them to open early? I'd I would like. It. I would I'd like their it. chips in my mouth. Right. Yeah. Well, they've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. It is not too late to take advantage of their catering. Uh, I'm sure they've got some holiday hours where they may not be able to bring it to your door on like Christmas at 6 p.m. right before all your guests are ready to eat. But you only they only need about 24 hours to get everything ready for you. I imagine Christmas Eve is probably going to be their cutoff, Roush. You can take it. Go put it in the fridge. Heat it back on up on Christmas if that's what you're doing. Maybe you keep them in mind for your New Year's Eve party. Uh, I can't think of anything better than counting down the new year with some wildly addictive chips. Go to Salsaritas, download the app, double points after 6 p.m. till the end of the year. We love Salsaritas. You will as well. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Scoots had the Mad World song playing in the background while watching the watching the vultures eat that corpse. That's a, a movie I need to see, too. It's a Mad, Mad World. I don't know if I've ever it's, heard um, of that movie. It's like Rat Race, but the 70s. And like with actually big-name actors and not... Is that the Mad Max kind of movie? B list movies. No, it's it's a big big com- comedy action production. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it. It yeah. Which by the way, um, Scoots, did you ever watch either Airplane or Animal House? No, I can't find them. I can't. Uh, let me rephrase. I can't find them without commercials or. Like the unedited version. I, I can only find them on like my Hulu. I looked up where to find them, but I got to pay for them elsewhere. I'm not paying for them. A texter says it's the weird. It's, map. On, it's on Hulu. Yeah, with commercials and non-cuss words. I really? want F-bombs. Okay, yeah, I would agree with you there. Texter says it's the Matt LaFleur lover. Love <laughs> missed a short fourth and second. Or throw early in the game turnover was driving to go down what driving to go down one score in the fourth quarter fumbled Lafleur does offense yeah they were driving to go down one score at home against the Bucks in a meaningful important game why were they down two scores and secondly buddy none of Baker Mayfield's 22 completions were deemed contested by PFF 
There was another service that did it that said 20 of the 22 were uncontested. You were letting Baker Mayfield have 22 uncontested completions. Joe Barry's horrible, but it still also falls back on the head coach as well. LaFleur's a joke, and he needs to be out. And bring in Belichick. That's what I want. Kentucky 25th nationally in high school football class ranks. Louisville is 54th, three spots behind South Florida, three spots in front of BYU. They can take all the Ivy League and group of five guys. Their class doesn't scare me one bit. Yeah, I just disagree. But well, if that's it, because here here's the thing: transfer portal rankings they're imperfect. But like if you just if you look at the ACC, right? It's a bunch of schools that recruit in the 60s. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> That, that's the talent there, the baseline talent there. Um, really appreciated all the Louisville fans doing that whole um, mental gym- gymnastics on Liam Cohen's quote about, like, that league. Oh, AC, they, they went back to that ACC is good record again because they beat Vanderbilt. Like, oh, congrats, guys. Like, good job there. Um, ACC, basically group of five football. A coward's conference. Mm-hmm. Just listen on podcast to your conversation about Hansboro. I'm currently in grad school here at UNC. The guy still lives in Chapel Hill and will rent out nice bars here on Franklin Street for him and his goonies and whatever college girls he wants to come that night. Dude's a grade A loser. He seems like a grade A loser. I don't know if anything you just texted was true. Very well could be totally made up. But uh, he seems like a goober. Think Thursday's game will be a lot closer than some are expecting. I could see a poor end of the first half, maybe a four or five point halftime lead, single digit game until the under eight. I know it'll be a lot of blue, but it's our first true road game. Uh, it is wild. It's UK's first true road game. That's, that's true. People use, yeah, it is true. Whoa. People use. I mean, they played in they played in Philly against Penn, but they didn't play. They, you know, they played in the NBA arena there, and it was probably more UK fans, but. They, uh, it is kind of crazy that it's still their first true road game. And this is not a first true road game, even. This is far from a true road game. Texter, I'm probably with you where I'm probably going to bet U of L in the points, whatever that may be. And we'll find out maybe later today. Should find out later today. Oh, yeah. I would guess around seven. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be like a 17 point spread, 16 point spread. And I'm Scooch. I'm going to be tempted to take Louisville for similar reasons to what this texture said. I, I just think that I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's going to be like so, a thirty-point blowout where UK looks amazing from start to finish. I think, I think the argument you, ugly game you make is that when Louisville is actually engaged and tries, they aren't the worst. I mean, we saw them Texas and Indiana those games in New York. They played well, but the problem here is they are the worst defensive team in the history of basketball. Like, it is embarrassing how little effort they give once they decide to quit. Yeah, you're all, you all wanting to take Louisville just feels like an emotional hedge to me. It's not, it's not an emotional hedge. It's more of just like a gambling hedge that, like, I'm, I'm, everybody's going to rush to think that Kentucky's going to win this game by 30. And people are going to see the number and it's going to be like 16, 17, somewhere in that ballpark, mm-hmm. give or take two. And people are going to be like, Roush, that's not enough. It's not even 20 points. Kentucky's going to blow them out. And maybe it'll end up being 20 points. But even then, people still won't think it's high enough. And I just think that Vegas isn't going to get totally and completely burnt on it. So let that number go up and then you bet it. Probably a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Texter says, Louisville allows the highest percentage of open threes amongst high majors. Well, that seems like good news for UK. That's what I mean. They, I want you, open you, You've seen them guard. Um, yeah. So, really, a lot of it comes down to, can you hit some early – can you hit some early ones to kind of get that ball rolling, right? Like, 
I'm in between Ken Burns documentaries till the end of the holidays. I'm kind of just enjoying like the Peloton trainers, Christmas music and stuff like that. Oh, nice. Uh, the next Ken Burns documentary will be The War, which is World War II. Uh, something light, fun, you know, should be, should be, it should be a good watch. You know, he did a world. You should invite IJ over. But it, who's IJ? Intern Jacob. Oh, well, yeah, he could learn a thing or two, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, I but so I have while I'm working out, I have just like old UK highlights on. I put on the <laughs> 09, 010 UK U of L game. Cal, Cal's first. Oh yeah, and just the forearm to the face, dude. Everybody remembers the start. Everybody remembers the forearm for the Bledsoe face. Bledsoe getting teed UofL up. UofL didn't hit a field goal for nine minutes. <laughs> it was the second. They were in their head. It was the second TV timeout, and UofL hadn't take, hadn't made a field goal. They had made like one free throw, I think. And they had only even like taken a few of them. Oh, if you want to te- see a team that is just like, when they say, well, I'm not, they weren't scared of the Rupp Arena atmosphere. And Roush, what do I always say when I come back to that? Like, they're humans. They're not scared of an arena. They're fine. <laughs> this L team was scared of the Rupp Arena atmosphere. I don't know if Patino, like mine, bleeped them mm-hmm. or if it was like Rupp or just the start of the game, but you can, or how physical UK is playing. But UK, and y'all, gosh, like that was a team. Cal, that, they had something to prove. It was like when you're playing pickup, Roush, and it's game point. And your team's like, hey, just foul. Like, don't give up a point. Like, mm-hmm. foul. And, you you know, UK was playing that way defensively for the first – and I had to stop because my workout was over. But for the first 10 minutes, UK's playing that way defensively. Like, even you all have a breakaway layup, and you'll just have Eric Bledsoe, like, dive at the dude's knees. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was intense. It was intense, and it just reminded me of how fun that team was. And Oh, and how fun it was when, like, this game – Mattered and then more. it made me think, like, how does that team not win the title? They were the best team in college basketball. Uh, I think what happened, Roush, was that was a team that, like, mentally, once they were in, they were just going to kill you. They mentally got into the Cornell game, and they just didn't have it in the tank for the West Virginia. And that's, you know, and also going 4-32 from three played a big role in that. But if they just would have played, like, Butler in the, in the Sweet 16, if it wasn't the the – the one and done, like you don't care about school versus the ultra geeks, where you had to have Demarcus Cousins like pay any mind to them. They probably beat West Virginia. That team had such I, an I attitude to, about them. They were fun. We were traveling to uh, Northern Virginia for spring break. Um, do a couple days in DC, spend some time at the lake um, that my dad's best friend lived on, and so we had to drive through West Virginia and having the radio. Just play the stupid call. And the Mountaineers are going to the Final Four. Like it just, and it, it would it would happen so quick that you didn't have enough time to change the channel too. Oh, that sucked. I was at that game. I was in Syracuse. That was horrible. A long drive for such a crappy performance. A texter says, "Not sure if you guys are able to answer this, but what's the reasoning for UK having fewer big money donors than other SEC schools? Just kind of seems odd." Um, because the I, rich. I, Here's know. here's another thing you got to consider: the rich people with money in Arkansas are Tyson, Walmart, that sort of deal. A lot of the wealth in Lexington is invested in horses. Like their money's in that's horses. Thing. Imagine an AD that's like going to Keeneland and like throwing a couple bourbons back with the horse folk. Yeah, like ah, we, there's money to be had here. That's why I'm not. I, and I, I didn't. 
want it to come off as I'm blaming Roland. I disagree with his, the sentiment of his tweet. It's UK that needs to take the initiative, and then the fans need to follow their lead. Not the fans need to start the initiative, and the university finally picks well, it up, which the, is happening. Because Mitch Barnhart is a lame duck, but Roush. He, here's the other thing that I think must be mentioned, too, is like, even if the money's good, they're always going to ask for more. So, like, obviously Kentucky is doing well enough now to sign top 25 classes, but, like, they just, they're always going to want more. Like and, they're, and we they're, should want more. Yeah. We should, you know, we want this to keep growing. They're going to need money to do it. I just, I want the I want the university to to make the first move. Um, John? I, I, I mentioned something, TJ. I don't want to forget it because this is really fun fact. Uh, Harley Gilmore, he's officially in. This is a receiver that do... We don't talk about a lot because he committed early. He's also reclassified, like he jumped up a year. So I don't know how developed he's going to be and how quickly he'll be able to play. That's a crowded room. But a quality long-term prospect here. And Scoots, do you? he's really fast. Really fast. He is a great long-term prospect because he's from the Glades region of Florida. Scoots, have you ever heard of the Rabbit Chasers? I have not. Well, uh, he attends Pahokee. In the Muck City Bowl, the Muck Bowl every year, he's he goes to Pahokee. The other school is Glade Central, and high level football. The Muck Bowl has produced forty eight NFL players. I want to say, and that was from a report like fifteen years ago. So it's definitely higher now. And they're they're called rabbit chasers because that's part of what they do down there in their free time is they chase rabbits. There's a a time of the year where. Uh, in order to harvest the sugarcane crop, they burn it to like make it easier to pull, like to, to pull up uh, the the husk easier to pull up. And during this process, all the rabbits that are in those fields dart out. So they'll they make it a competition where these kids, these high schoolers, middle schoolers, they run around chasing rabbits. That's how they, and that's how they get so fast. So if your text didn't get read today, you can thank the rabbit story. Uh, they did that in the Dust Bowl, but they had to do it because the rabbits were eating all the vegetation, and uh, people said they still were traumatized from hearing the rabbits scream. Crazy. So hope that, that they're having fun killing all the little rabbits. I don't want to get any more guff about my buzzard story. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> Fred Taylor, uh, Janoris Jenkins, Santonio Holmes, uh, just a couple of the names that have come through there. Uh, it. The stories are much better told when it's like a 12-minute ESPN documentary. There's like five of them from NFL Films, all just YouTube. I'll take your word for it. John here. Good oh, morning, everyone. This is a hot take. I think my alma mater, University of Evansville, might just be the better team than U of L and IU. They're playing pretty good ball right now. They're nine and two on the season. What do you all think? We'll got to go talk to you later. Uh, they may be better than U of L. They're not better than IU. No, no but, shot. But in a one-game setting, they could potentially beat them. A texter says, pretty sure Say is taking his old lady. His side piece has friend miss that night. <laughs> a texter, Say, texts in says, well, my wife listened to the show. <laughs> WTF. Scoots free bag of edibles to smack TJ for breaking bro code, especially to a loyal listener. <laughs> hey, Roush, I let my boy Brooks know what you said about him yesterday. He said you were garbage and you were dog bleep on the squad only out there because you were a tall idiot. And he's right. You must really be hurt over a decade later. What a bum. I wonder if that is Brooks's boy. I wonder. <laughs> Clydesdale's up. I've heard a lot of people complaining. How much time we got, Scooch? Uh, 20 seconds. I've heard a lot of people complaining about the K-Fund fee they have to pay in order to get season tickets. Any idea if that money goes to nil? It does not go to nil. Uh, all right, we are out of time. 
Everybody have a great Wednesday. College basketball bets to be had. We'll talk about them tomorrow. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Happy signing day. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la.